0: Welcome, everybody, to week two of the 1201 Sports College Football Pigskin Pick'em Show. I'm your host, Jacob Angevine, and with me today in the studio is Tyler T. Kane Cloud. Tyler, football is back. It seems everything is right with the world. I, I feel like I no longer have to worry about COVID or stupid election or politics or anything else. I was able to watch football all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and oh my God, Everything finally felt right in the world. I was so ecstatic. I was able to watch football three days a week. I had no worries. I absolutely had zero worries this weekend. I was able to sit on my fat ass, drink beer, and watch football. Tyler,
1: this has been the best weekend I've had since, like, March. Preach it, brother. Preach it. And you know, what's, you know what's great? The Pac-12, you know, we're not able to see them or hear from them. It just feels right. Exactly. Being the Big Ten? Yeah, the Big Ten Who being needs a bunch of bitches. Them? They're a bunch of bitches. They
0: don't want to play. Because, you know, screw them. We don't need them. We don't need them. We have we have uh, Conference USA football. Shit, we got the Sun Belt showing out. We don't need – can uh, we just well, replace – no, 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 no. No, we're going to replace – we're going to take the Sun Belt and Conference no, USA. No, not,
1: not the Sun Belt. Not the Sun Belt. Why not? The Sun Belt showed out this weekend not the Sun Belt. We're not a Sun Belt friendly podcast.
0: No, screw you. All right, we're having the Sun Belt and we're having Conference USA, and they're taking over. They're taking over the Big Ten spot and the Pac-12. They no longer exist to me. The Power 5 conferences are now the SEC, the Big 12, kinda, the ACC, Conference USA, and the Fun Belt. I'm not even going to call it the Sun Belt. It's the Fun Belt, baby.
1: I'll, I'll do one better. You know how the Americans have been pushing for the P6? Yeah. Let's just, let's just go ahead and make it the P6 now with SEC, you know, Big Daddy, ACC, Big Twelve, Conference USA, American Athletic, and the Fun Belt make it Power Six. I'm down with that, as long as we
0: can kick out the Big Ten for being bitches, the Pac-12 for being bitches, and honestly, we may have action. to kick out. Who the – Who needs oh,
1: action? Who needs action?
0: Oh, okay, too far. I like the action. The the action they did kind of upset me. I do like the action though. But we can probably take the Big 12 out after this week. The Big 12 was absolutely embarrassing, and I have to do it to them. I-35, I know y'all are listening. Your beloved K-State Wildcats, the team that I counted out, and even you, Tyler, the team that I counted out, because I told you people that the only two teams that you need to worry about in the Big 12 if they can get through COVID are the Oklahoma Sooners, and the Oklahoma State Cowboys, the two teams that are going to be vying for the Big 12 championship and a potential playoff spot. And you people, you people thought the Kansas State Wildcats were going to make some noise. The only noise they made was tears and crying leaving the stadium after losing to Arkansas State. You lost to a team from Jonesboro, Arkansas. I can't even. They're in the Sun Belt. They're like the bottom feeders of the Sun Belt. No, they're not. They're. Oh they're, yes, they are. No, no not gives, in the Sun. They're not. They're not
1: bottom feeders in Sun. No belt. one
0: gives a shit about the Arkansas State Red Wolves. People state, from Arkansas don't even. They would rather cheer yeah. for the Heartbreak Hogs than cheer for the damn. I would rather cheer for the University of Monticello Weebles. I would rather cheer Monticello. for – Monticello.
1: Whatever.
0: Of I would rather cheer for the Southern Arkansas Mustangs or whatever they are. I don't the old give Riders. a damn. Whatever. I don't give a damn. I'd Big football guy. I've never, in my life, in my life, as many times I've been to Arkansas or been this close to Arkansas, met an Arkansas State fan. I've met SAU fans. I've met UAM fans. I've met Razorback fans. Hell, I am one, and I cry all the time. But damn, and drink all the time <laughs> that too but that is absolutely embarrassing i've never even heard of a red wolves fan and you people lost to them so i 35 ha 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 okay i'm done
1: i'm done well i'll take it a step further i also had iowa state in there with kansas state being the dark course being dark courses to win the big 12 um, and they they both took big fat L's that uh yeah, they're not Brock gonna be verticals anymore. Shit. And you know, it, it's it's inexplicable because Brock Purdy is legit. Brock Purdy so Brock Purdy is going he to be an good. NFL quarterback. He 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 looks apart and I mean he he, he had a hundred what, hundred and thirty five yards passing, no touchdowns and in one yeah, interception. I don't know. I don't know if if, if you give him again because of COVID or what, um I'm not giving I'm not giving U L L any, you know, I'm not giving them any satisfaction of saying they caused it. Um, I'm going to say he had a pet off game or it was because COVID. It had nothing to do with the Raging Cajuns. All
0: I know is that I'm very upset with Iowa State and their fan base because it's because of them that the ULL, Raging Cajuns, they're not Louisiana. We don't claim them. No, They're not the team of Louisiana. They're not Louisiana's team. They're not U- University of Louisiana. They are the University of Louisiana in Lafayette ull get it right but because of they're, iowa they're, state, not even the,
1: they're not even the number two team in the state that's what i'm
0: saying but because of iowa state you let those idiots be ranked you let them be ranked in the top 25 of an ap poll for the first time in program history you guys have that to bear on your souls for the rest of your lives living in god forsaken iowa
1: But You know what? Let me just, you know, go on a a small tangent about ULL because I hate ULL. I hate hate it with a passion. They just had one of the biggest wins in program history and tech is still living rent-free in their heads. Exactly. Uh, they're, they're They're still chirping tech over, you know, BS. Whenever they just had the biggest win in program history, they should be celebrating that. But no, they can't even have nice things. And I, honestly, you know, we we knew that to begin with. ULL cannot have nice things. Um, you know, they're the they're the pit stain of the state of Louisiana when it comes to college football. And, I would know, much rather I much rather watch the War Chickens in ULM. You know, I'll much rather watch the the Cowboys at McNeese, the Colonels at Nickel State, the Demons at Northwestern. I'll watch all of them and root for all of them before I root for the Raging Cajuns
0: of Louisiana Lafayette. And to con- to continue on with the just the atrocity of the Big Twelve, is is Houston Baptist like a for real team or is the Big Twelve just bad? Because Houston Baptist came to play in Lubbock. Houston Baptist almost won that game, thirty-five to thirty-three. That's a really close game. The only one that seemed like it wasn't close was West Virginia versus Eastern Kentucky, and then Oklahoma, where you had to pay a thousand dollars to watch them
1: beat up Missouri State. Well, and Texas took care of UTEP, who is the worst, one of the worst schools. Worst teams in conference USA, also one of the yeah. worst teams in in FBS.
0: Yeah, UTEP is absolutely terrible. I, I have no idea why that's even a school. They have that one movie about them where they won a national championship back in like the forties or the fifties, basketball exactly in basketball, and where they were still using peach baskets for the nets.
1: Like it's it's absolutely awful. But but can we can we please talk about the. The entrance for Texas at the new state – or not the new state, their new entrance that looks like a uterus. It's supposed to look like a longhorn, but it looks like a uterus.
0: Well, they have that, and then they also have players quitting during the third quarter of the game. Because he's not getting play time.
1: It, it's still
0: that – we need to get rid of I mean, the Big hey, 12. Hey, we need to get rid – well, we can harder. we can keep Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, and we can keep Puka Williams, but we got to get rid of the rest of the
1: teams. They're just well, absolutely you know, shit. You know what Kansas' problem is, right? Less miles? They have No, they have turf, so Celeste Miles can't eat
0: grass. Ah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. That's a good point.
1: So he they, stays, they hung, go to yeah, our, he, And you can't play – you can't coach a game when you're hungry. No. So, they, they need to go back to a, you know, real turf field. Well, I don't know what they call it, but, you know, they need to go back to a, a natural grass field so less can eat during mm-hmm. the game. Well, let's
0: review our pick'em from last week. Uh, Tyler and I did not do so hot, but then again, neither did the i35 team. i35 took a lead on us, one to zero, in our pick'em challenge. We picked from six games; two of them got postponed, and uh, we are still keeping the Oklahoma State Tulsa pick for this week. So we'll talk about that in just a little bit, sec- or in a little bit. But Tyler, go ahead and talk about our picks from last week. What do we get right? What do we get
1: wrong? We got all of them wrong. Like we, we literally got yeah. All we of them got them. all of them wrong. We did terrible. We we went over four. Um, so yeah, it was it was bad. Which I thirty five didn't do much better. They only got one right, and that was them not taking the over on uh, Clemson. They took the under. Um, and to be completely honest, the only reason the under hit was because Trevor Larch didn't play but not like half of the game. So had he and played the whole game, DJ
0: Ungalali. Uh, he did not he, he did not live up to expectations.
1: I mean, he, he,
0: granted, he did have limited PT. And I think we'll get to see a little bit more of him this week when Clemson plays at the Citadel. So, yeah, we should see a little bit more of Trevor DJ Lawrence will play a quarter. Trevor Longs will play a quarter. Well, we said that last week, too. We said that they would cover the spread of the first quarter. But, yeah, uh, Notre Dame, first conference game, they did end up winning it. We said that they would cover by a landslide. And they didn't. Duke may not be bad.
1: No, Duke
0: Duke is still bad. We're just bad at picking. <laughs> uh, let's see. We said that Trevor Lawrence would cover. Clemson did not cover. That game was kind of – it was a little bit closer than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. I think the I think Clemson ended up winning big, uh, but it was only 37-13. I, they were firing on all cylinders in the first half, and then they took the starters out. So, to me, that says that Clemson – I think they're top-heavy. They don't have the backups like we would see in Alabama where they would still still put up 50 points in the second half. But that just goes to show you that Clemson is one big injury away from losing it all. Or, uh,
1: or one person getting COVID. Or
0: Maybe one you know, person
1: getting COVID. Don't wish that on anybody, but.
0: Uh, let's see. Yeah, we already talked about Kansas. Their big problem is that they're on turf and not grass. They ended up losing to Coastal Carolina. Just by a lot. Absolutely awful. Coastal Carolina is awful. Uh, Oklahoma State, we didn't get to really pick on them because uh, they had COVID issues or something. And then Sam Howell, Sam Howell didn't really impress me either. Sam Howell kind of looked oh. shaky in that in that win.
1: But, I mean, you know, you don't know how much practice time they've had. You know, after, after he kind of got settled in, he looked like the Sam Howell of last year. Um, he got off to a slow start. I suspect that we'll see, you know, Sam Howell of old from here on. Um, guys just too good. I mean he he's not Trevor Lawrence, but he's he's it's all I mean
0: all last year Sam Houthor 7 interceptions and Sam Houthor 2 in this game against Syracuse.
1: So Syracuse has a pretty good D-line. You know, they have got a pretty good defense for ACC standards. They have a pretty good defense. Um so you know, you know there's there, there there's going to be inherent a few problems there, but you know, overall I mean North Carolina should have won that game even bigger, but you know that is a conference that is a conference game, and they they still won it by what twenty five. So I mean,
0: yeah, we picked North Carolina to win, but not cover, and that was the only team that did cover the spread this past weekend in our pick'em. And then we didn't get to see Tech and Baylor. Really sad about that. We'll have some Tech news coming up later this week, but you know,
1: actually, actually, that game has been uh, canceled because Big Twelve only they have the conference plus one, and uh, Baylor did just schedule Houston to play, so that takes up the La Tech slot, but Tech did pick up BYU. So, And the Storm of Mormons, they ain't no joke this year. They're not.
0: But let's get into our pick'em for this week. We have six new games. We are obviously going to keep our Oklahoma State-Tulsa matchup uh, from last week. We did pick Oklahoma State to win and cover, uh, so we'll obviously keep that pick. We'll keep the same pick last week for my 35, so that one will count for this week so this week Tyler the first game that we have is Tulane versus Navy Tulane opens up as an eight and a half point favorite Tulane has a strong run game so do the midshipmen the midshipmen all they do is run the football Tulane looks solid against South ball. Alabama in the second half I expect Tulane to win this game and cover since Navy as we found out last week Navy or I guess first week whatever it was the Navy coat. I don't understand this. I understand you want to take precautions and everything through the COVID pandemic, but to not even work on tackling bags, tackling drills at yeah. all since the bowl game of last season? What the heck? Do they not know that the two way to win football games is to stop the run and run the damn ball? Th- that's how you win a football game. And if you can't
1: tackle, well, then you can't and, win. And- And Navy is known for being very sound on both sides of the ball. Exactly. Um, So, I mean, that was really a letdown. I really expected that game to be a lot closer, but that was before I found out that they had not been tackling at all since the bowl game. So, it's going to be a long season for Navy. I mean, just plain and simple, it's going to be a long year for them. Um, You know, maybe about halfway through the season whenever they finally got a a few weeks of, of tackling in, maybe the defense will show back up. But until the until they've you know worked on tackling, there's there's they're not going to be in any ball game. I mean, it's just not going to happen.
0: So we had we had picked Tulane to win and cover this game. What does I thirty five say?
1: I thirty five says Tulane to cover as well. Um, I mean, it's, it's any other circumstance, I would have probably said to take Nate, but they haven't been tackling. Baylor was not able to play our beloved Bulldogs last week. Baylor opens up as a a
0: seven-and-a-half-point favorite against Houston, who is now without Miami starter De'Aaron King. I really do like Charlie Brewer. I think Charlie Brewer is an amazing quarterback. I think he'll be playing on Sundays as well. However, he is now without his top target in Denzel Mims. He is now without his former coach in Matt Rule. So they won't have the smock on the sidelines this year. They're now going to be with Dave Aranda, Dave Aranda, who is a defensive-minded coach. I think they're going to be focused more on actually playing some defense in the Big 12. I think this one is going to be a lot closer than people think. So that's why I think we at 12-1 decided that Baylor's going to win against Houston. However, they're not going to cover.
1: Yeah, I mean this is going to be a this is going to be a really tight ball game for most of the ball game. Um, but I do think that Baylor pulls away late. Too much talent, you know. Houston does have some really good. Really good talent, you know, for a uh, for a G five school. Um, and Dana Ho- Dana Hogerson is a very good coach, but I think at Baylor Big Twelve, you get the Big Twelve talent. It's just too much. I thirty five is with us. They got they got Baylor to cover as well. Um, you know, it's just like I said. I think at the end, of day, it's going to be too much talent. Baylor to cover or to not cover. Baylor to cover. Okay, well we're saying Baylor to not cover. Oh, we are. Uh, I I messed up.
0: Yep. Next game that we have up, UCF. UCF is a seven and a half point favorite, and they are former national champions. That's right, they're national champions. They were given that title because they gave themselves that title. The Yellow Jackets of Georgia Tech went away from the triple option last year, and to be honest, I'm still upset about it. They need to run the damn football. I do not like the spread. Run the damn football. I don't care what you people say. Uh, Georgia Tech was pretty scrappy against Florida State and pulled out the win last week, sixteen to thirteen. If Mackenzie Milton is playing in this game, Mackenzie Milton is an incredible athlete and he definitely knows how to run that UCF offense. If Mackenzie Milton is playing in this game, is it isn't even close. So I think Georgia Tech comes away with the upset this week.
1: Look, Georgia Tech, they may have found something. Um, you know, they, they beat Florida State last week. You know, I didn't see that coming. They've got some nice pieces. You know, they, they've got some talent there. And like you said, UCF's up Mackenzie Milton. I mean, I think he is. Whenever he's healthy, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. I mean, he is, he's legit. Um, but they don't have him. They, they, UCF was, was okay. You know, they, they were pretty good last year with uh, the backup. But I, I, I think that Georgia Tech, they've got a little taste of success in their come form. I 35 says UCF to cover. Here's where we, we start to, to differ. Um, We're going to – we're picking to make up that one-point margin. So, watch out, I-35. one's coming for you now.
0: A game that I really don't have too much to say about. I don't even know why we picked this game. There's really not a whole lot of games until the SEC comes back. But Troy opens their season as a a three-and-a-half point favorite against Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee just got romped by Army. The game has always been close. Uh, The under is a hit in the last seven of eight matchups with Troy and Middle Tennessee – so, I think Troy wins and covers this one barely just because it's a three and a half point favorite.
1: I 35 pulls Tennessee to upset. Um, that's not happening. Really? Yeah, that's yeah, not going to happen. That, that's not going to happen. Um, Middle Tennessee is, is good historically, but stock still has stayed there a little too long. And uh, Middle Tennessee sticks and a suffered for it. And I mean, we are a sunbelt
0: only uh, podcast now. So, we have to go with No, Troy. we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> uh so maybe i overhyped smu a little bit uh too much a couple weeks ago smu played well on offense but couldn't stop i guess the amazing run game of texas state that really took me for a surprise but unt will be a bit more of a challenge this game really has a lot of sneaky shootout potential the mustangs are 14 and a half point favorite i expect them to win this game but because of the shootout potential i do not expect
1: the mustangs to cover yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's going to be about a 10 point ball game at most. Um, so there's the 14 points. That's way too much. But I 35 says SMU is going to cover. Once again, they're going to be wrong. Just listen to us. Don't listen to I 35. Listen to 1201. we got all you got. And then we have the
0: 1201 sports game of the week. This is also where college game day is going to be this week. It's been pushed back to primetime Louisville versus Miami. ACC just might be the deepest conference for quarterbacks. Lots of talent behind Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence has one of the better quarterbacks in the ACC as well. DJ Ungolaili could be starting anywhere besides, you know, North Carolina, I think, and maybe these other two schools. But, man, there are some great quarterbacks in the ACC this year. And with Derek King and Mikhail Cunningham, both of these guys are absolutely electric. The Cards have a great wide receiver with – probably the best name in college football in Tutu Atwell, and that guy is the real freaking deal. This game will definitely be a shootout because former defensive coordinator at Louisiana Tech, Manny Diaz, cannot coach a defense unless he has people recruited for him. So the Cardinals win and cover.
1: I cannot wait to watch this game. Yeah, I'm right there with you. You know this, the ACC app next year is going to be really fun to watch because um, Clemson is going to come back to earth either – Clemson is going to come back to earth a little bit, they're going to regress a little, and everybody else is going to be taking a step forward. Um, so, I mean, ACC is going to be really fun to watch next year. Unfortunately, that's next year and not this year. And ACC is Clemson's, you know, as long as Trevor Lawrence is there. And he's already said he's, he's gone after this year. Um, but like you said, Tutu to, to, to Atwell, I mean, he's all-name team. All-name team, without a doubt. Absolutely. He's, he's also on. He's also on the all-talent team. You know, he's he's legit. Like Jacob said, he is really freaking good. Really freaking good. Um, he's he's going to be playing on Sundays for a very long time. But once again, I thirty-five has a very wrong pick. They pull the U in an upset. See, yeah, that's, I mean, that's we're, the we're dumbest thing it I've ever away heard. With this. That's we're the dumbest it thing way, I've ever heard. Why the
0: hell this. would you choose Miami? Yeah, they have De'Aaron King, so the offense is a little bit better. But Miami couldn't even score against Louisiana Tech in the Independence Bowl. The Independence Bowl is basically like that last bowl in the cupboard that has like a couple stains on it. You don't really want to use it to put the extra spaghetti in. But that's, that's, what, that's what that bowl is like. It's absolutely ass. Well, the, Miami is
1: the, ass. The I Bowl's claim to fame is it's one of the oldest bowls. That's it. Um, that's it. And that's it. So, that's it. I mean, it, it, they're at Miami's
0: ass, Manny Diaz's ass. So, yeah, not a fan. Uh, I 35, you're going to get beat this week. We're coming back. We're on your heels. Expect us to have big time sway in the polls this week. But, Tyler, that's about all we got. Be sure to check out all the other shows that we have on the network this week. Of course, we have your three main shows on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then check out our fantasy primer with Jake Brier, the most listened to show this past week. Lots of listens. Jake does a great job. He does a lot of research for you guys. And if you have any questions for him, please send them in to our Twitter at 1201 sports. If you guys want any of your fantasy questions answered for week two, he's about to win in every single one of his leagues. Tell us where we got our picks wrong and right at 1201 sports on any social media. You can find us, please rate and subscribe and comment what you think of this podcast and we will see you next week. Always remember at twelve one sports, even when we're wrong, we're always right.